Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How to Scale an Agency. I'm on with the Sam Brown. If you're on LinkedIn, you might have seen him. He gets a lot of engagement on LinkedIn. I was engaging with his posts. And I thought it was really awesome, so I decided to get him on the get him on the show. Honestly, I think best content on LinkedIn that ah. I've seen right now. I know I commented that the other day. I believe it. Thanks a lot, man. Uh, very thank engaging, you. very insightful. So thank you, Sam, for being on the show. Thank you for having me. So Sam, tell me a little bit about, you know, give us your... 30, 60 second overview about your background. I know you got a lot of background as an entrepreneur. Then maybe tell us a little bit about Haro SEO and what you're doing there. Sure. Okay. So I started my first online business, Find a Band, in 2008, way back in the dark ages. And that was really just, I had a boring cubicle job at Yahoo. I was selling banner ads. Yeah. Uh, what are they called? Um, skyscraper ads. And shit. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it, you know, bought out of my tree. A friend of mine actually was making his first album as a singer and guitar player. And I'd actually taught him guitar. And I was like, man, this guy is like living the dream. And and he's a musician who I helped become a musician. I'm sitting here in my cubicle. So long story short, I thought, okay, I'll start a website and I will uh, use the money from it to keep me at home working on songs and so forth all day. And that was sort of the beginning of my journey as an entrepreneur. So Find a Band is a live band marketplace. We've since done Find a DJ as well. And it's sort of like, you know, the Airbnb of bands, if you like, except we're very involved with the the actual booking process is not automated. So we actually walk the client through the whole thing. Typical spend is two and a half thousand per booking. We did seven figures for the first time with that business in 2019. So I, I did a post on LinkedIn that was like, how to make a million dollars in just 11 years. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it, it took me a lot of time to figure it out, but I did. Well, it's um, a unique business model. That's the thing. These, these yeah. unique business models are harder than other yes, ones. Yes, that's so. right. And and totally. So I was totally making up as I went. So as I said to you before the call, like I literally had not heard of WordPress when I launched my first site. I hadn't heard of copywriting. I hadn't heard of SEO. So I learned everything the long, slow, hard way, but eventually kind of found my groove. I've since done a couple of wedding marketplaces. I did those Mm. as lead gen and kind of an SEO play for Finder Band. They ended up being successful in their own right. And then I looked at the 80-20 of the wedding sites and realized all the money was coming from venues. So then we did a nationwide venue site. That one's been really successful in spite of us starting in 2019, about six months before COVID ruined everything. And then my most recent project is called Haro SEO, and that is outsourced Haro backlink building. So Haro is helpareporter.com. So basically people outsource their replies to journalists who are looking for expert quotes for sites like cloudways.com, realtor.com. Wordstream, so some some major players who have blogs that are uh, user generated content. We build links yeah. that way. And I will say, just for the listeners, I use Haro as well. I have an assistant who does it currently for me. But a lot of people, maybe even if you're listening to this, maybe even your agency don't have access to that. So I definitely 
recommend using someone like Sam because it actually has helped my agency get some pretty good placements, but it takes a lot of time to do the responding and you either have to have someone you hire or contract, do it, or you have to do it yourself. And honestly, it's not worth the time doing it yourself. You got to get someone doing it for you. It's way more beneficial to do it that way. So really cool to hear your story, Sam. One thing I was curious about is obviously how you've been able to approach LinkedIn. So I got a couple of questions there. I think very helpful for the listeners to get a lot of clients from LinkedIn, I'm sure for their agencies, but specifically, I was curious, I see that in your title here. And if you're not watching this, I'll explain it for you. The listener is Sam Brown. And then I think that's some sort of an animal in the emoji. <laughs> it's a T-Rex. A, it's a yeah. T-Rex. Okay. Yeah. I have a point with this because inside your LinkedIn, your posts all have a, a ton of emojis. So I think we all are pretty aware of like emojis <laughs> yeah. grabbing people's attention, but I, I think, I think you have a strategy with this. So could you explain that a little bit more and how you do it? Yeah. So it's funny, man. I have never used an emoji in my life until uh, I started posting on LinkedIn mm -hmm. and I didn't do this in any particularly scientific method, but I noticed that people were getting a lot of engagement when they would have a few emojis in their what Justin Welsh, who I really learned the, the hardcore strategy stuff for LinkedIn from, he calls it the hook. So it's basically headline, sub headline, call to action. So LinkedIn gives you five lines before it shows the full post and somebody has to click see more if they want to read the full post. Right. And again, it's not scientific, but I, I noticed that if I did about at least three and even like six, maybe emojis in this hook, it was undeniable that it was getting a ton more clicks right. and subsequent views, but there's, you can overdo it as well. You see people, particularly kind of young TikTokers and Instagrammers come over and it's like emojis for Africa and that right. doesn't work as well. So it's this real kind of balancing act. I mean, you know, to answer the question, like the strategy is to add some sort of pops of color in your writing. Otherwise, it's just a block of text and we live in a distracted world and distracted time. And people are looking for that like dopamine hit and that yeah. super consumable fun or knowledge hit, whatever it is. They want it now and they want it easy. I'm giving the people what they want. <laughs> this is pretty much the idea. I completely understand. You know, the thing that's interesting is that if I, you know, if I look at the amount of followers you have on your profile, it doesn't seem like the engagement you're getting is directly related to the amount of followers, which is not by any means a knock on what you're doing because no, no. for instance, I have 11,000 followers, but my engagement is substantially less than yours. So what have you seen that has been the main driver for this engagement? Is it just hundred percent the copy or is there something else going on here? It's a great question. And I'll tell you what I have done. And I can't say to you, this is the reason, but I'll tell you what I've done. So you've, first off, you know, I've been a lifelong writer. You know, I was a songwriter. Yeah, it's something that, you know, when I look back it, from childhood, I was somebody who enjoyed writing stories and writing letters to relatives when people did that, you know, and a very voracious reader as well. So I think it's a combination of things for me just to let your listeners know in context, I have about three and a half thousand followers and I get an average of about, actually a minimum of about 10,000 views per post. A really good post for me will be 15 to 20,000 and an average one will be about 10. You know, I mean, there are a couple of key things that definitely are the reason. And then there's probably some other stuff that may or may not be the reason. The first one is I post every day and I use Buffer. You could use any scheduling tool, but I use Buffer, their free one, to have the post go live at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time because mm -hmm. I'm speaking to Americans rather than New Zealanders. It's it's like, a, yeah, our time zones are completely misaligned. 
and I'm looking for maximum readership. I'm not looking for a super targeted audience right now. So that timing thing is key. The hook that we just talked about is is probably the most important thing. If you have the world's best post and nobody reads it because your hook or your headline is not strong enough, you don't exist. It didn't happen. So, you know, in all honesty, if you get the headline bang on and then the post is mediocre, it's going to perform a lot better than vice versa. Hi, this is Lucas James. Are you struggling to get meetings booked with potential prospects for your agency? I'll tell you what, when I first started, I had the same issue, but I was able to A-B test hundreds of different variations of copy on multiple channels and figured out a secret formula to convert anyone from anywhere into taking a meeting with me. I've mastered this approach and now my agency, Twiz, books meetings on autopilot. Last year, we booked 1,731 meetings, closed 234 accounts, and generated $1.72 million in revenue. I want the same thing for your agency, so I've decided to give away some of my best performing outbound copy scripts for free. That's right, absolutely free. If you want to transform your business for free, go to agencygo.io forward slash leads to get your free lead scripts today. That's agencygo.io forward slash leads. Now back to the show. I saw one of your posts, you said, I've been writing on LinkedIn for two months. I think that's the thing that blows my mind the most. I mean, two months is a substantially shorter time than even I've been on LinkedIn and my, my engagement is nowhere near that. So I think what's interesting to people is and me is the amount of traction you've been able to gain in what seems like a pretty short period of time. Did you notice a sort of exponential growth? Like, did it just hit one day and you started to see all your posts get tons of views? Or was it right off the bat, you started to see a ton of engagement? As you can imagine, on day one, I didn't know my, um, I didn't know what I was doing. I've never had a post that's gone truly viral. So my best posts have done like 30 to 35,000 views, but I've never had one have a million views or anything like that probably need to do a video of like a three-legged dog playing the ukulele or something <laughs> that that would do it. It's just been a steady climb. And I had a period of time where I was getting 100 new followers a day. That has slowed down. It's more like 30 to 50 a day now. Still good. And yeah, the consistency thing, like I post every single day. I am trying really hard to post great stuff. I almost kind of see the world as LinkedIn posts now. Everything that happens is a is an opportunity for a post. Any scenario, you can kind of look at it and go, well, what's the lesson here? And turn that into yeah. a post. And, you know, when you're writing every single day for, you know, about an hour a day for a particular audience, which, you know, in my case is talking about business, I'm talking about my 15 years experience as an entrepreneur, you get really good at plucking ideas from everything you read, everything you watch, other people's posts, of course. So yeah, the, the kind of feedback that I get from people is um, I really enjoyed it and I learned something and it's like actionable content right. that I can take away and actually use it. That's probably my, my kind of shtick, if you like. So I, I, one thing I've been learning a lot, especially, you know, now that this time, because once I hit a certain revenue milestone, I've just been focusing predominantly on social media to get that brand, to get that profit per hour higher and higher. But I'm curious, did you have like a pre-existing following or audience that like came or kind of like came followed you onto this platform or did was it was it pretty much really just from scratch essentially for LinkedIn when you started writing on it yeah 100% from scratch I had my <laughs> like like we all do I had my like 10 years of contacts on LinkedIn but I hadn't been 
posting anytime i did post i'd get like 200 views and and one like and it would be my mum or something you know <laughs> um so it is the real thing i haven't used any third party tools i have shield now for analytics just to see how mm. you know which posts are working but I, I honestly i haven't really used it i do of course look at which of my posts are performing and which aren't but i'm not a great marketer in terms of like looking at all the data and then making decisions based on it i'm i'm kind of intuitive in terms of like how i work that stuff and kind of kind of using logic and common sense rather than being dictated oh here's the direction you should take because that post worked really well i feel like as well you know i wrote a post about this actually that i feel like if you write a hundred posts and you obviously pour your heart into all hundred by number 100 you're going to know a lot about what works why people are turning up and reading your stuff who you are in terms of yeah. like who you are to these people, they will tell you. You know, I get feedback like, oh, I love how raw and authentic it is, or I love that you're honest about everything you failed at. And, you know, I didn't have a game plan with this either when I started out. I really was just like, I'll get the first post done and then the next one and then the next one. And, and yeah. yeah, there was no no roadmap, no grand plan. As I mentioned, I did do Justin Welsh's course and I'd recommend mm-hmm. it to anyone. It was It really was absolutely the catalyst it won't teach you to write the way that I write, but it will give you so many black and white facts about what will work for you on LinkedIn. So he he is the yeah. real deal as a LinkedIn coach. It was like 150 bucks. It's, you know, very, very high return on investment. I got to get that then. I've seen, yeah. him. I've seen him constantly and he's a very good source of inspiration. And, and I do hate that we're running up on time because I know I could ask you 40 more questions about this because I'm super in on LinkedIn right now. But I want to give you an opportunity just in this last minute here too promote Haro, get, you know, the, there's a ton of agencies listening. I know, I know that they need this. They need this. And and for anyone listening, I get nothing from this. I don't get a commission or anything. I just know it's important to have PR and placements for your website. So Sam, how could you get them to reach out to you? Just on LinkedIn or email or what's the best place? So the site is haroseo.co. And what we do is we will get you links from the sorts of sites that I mentioned earlier. So that's like WordStream, Cloudways, Realtor.com. And we sell the packs of links in sets of three, five, or 10. And then if you want to if you want to buy larger orders, you can do that. On the website there, you're going to see examples of links we've built for specific niches. So there's, there's specifically a marketing agency page, which has links we've built for those clients. And then there's also, we've done a lot for real estate clients there. Best way to reach me, I mean, any emails through the site will go to me, add me on LinkedIn, DM me, whatever you want to do. You'll be dealing with me personally. So yeah, uh, get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. Awesome, Sam. Thank you so much. It's been great having you on the show. I'll definitely continue following your stuff on LinkedIn. For anyone who's interested in getting hundreds of thousands of views on their LinkedIn posts and also just tons of engagement and credibility online, you got to hit up Sam Brown. Thank you so much for being on the show, Sam. It's been a pleasure.